0: Hello and welcome to the I know nothing about beer podcast. I am your host Al the Brewer, and I am so glad you are listening today. This podcast is for anyone that wants to learn more about craft beer and the culture that surrounds it. Whether you're brand new to the scene or a vet of craft beer, I hope you find something to take away from this podcast. So pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy. Cheers. Everybody and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. How in the world are you doing out there in podcast land? I hope you're doing well. Woo! Oh, okay, so I'm going to timestamp this just a little bit. We are a couple of weeks away from Christmas, which means we're also a couple of weeks from the end of 2020. Oh, I'm excited about that. I mean, I no one knows what 21, 2021 is going to be like, but I'm just happy to get 2020 out of the way. All right. Here we go. This episode, you could tell from the title, but I'm so excited to bring it to you. Chug from Martin House Brewing out here in Fort Worth. Oh, my goodness. I have been wanting to talk to Martin House for such a long time. I sent them. Literally, this is how most of my um, people ask about how I got people on the show. It's cold. It's just cold emails. And, uh, you know, Uh, dms on instagram twitter all these other places and just kind of go hey i've got a podcast would love to talk to someone from the staff suge was like yeah let's do this we figured out the time and now i get to present this episode to you and i'm so excited to do so for one it's just such a fun conversation suge is such a cool guy i really did love his energy during the interview um you know He's, he's not a brewer, which is really fun to talk to. Not that I don't like talking to brewers, but the fact that he... I love how he just opens up, look, I'm, a, I'm not a brewer. And he openly talks about the ingredients, and it's just such a fun perspective to have um, on the crazy, awesome beers that Martin House puts out. Now, and I've got to put this... I've got to say those two words just um, to, to find them a little better, because they make good tasting beers they make i should say they make well made beers and they happen to also be very good tasting and seriously crazy out there ingredients um the one that we're going to talk about a little bit is the pickle beer if you were uh if you've been listening and watching this podcast for a while you'll know that i did an episode with three beers in about pickle beers i can't stand them and i love that he (laughs) didn't take offense to that at all um he just leaned in and we had a good time Um, But the fact that they made a pickle beer, which which we talk about that in the episode. And If you need some history on the pickle beer from Martin House, this is a great one. But the fact that they're so willing to push boundaries on what can go in a beer and literally have fun with it. We talked about beer as product, and I think having beer as a product is a really good thing because you need to be able to make a dollar off of it uh, to sustain yourself as a brewery. But They genuinely seem like they're having fun making beer, and I love hearing that. So it's such a fun episode. You're just going to smile and enjoy the whole time that you're listening to this. So stick around. Thank you for downloading this little episode, especially if this is your first time listening. Thank you for joining in on the – what is this podcast called? Oh, I Know Nothing About Beer. That's right. All right. A couple things before we get to the episode. One, please rate and subscribe on the iTunes you, oh, it if you could do that, that would just make my day. Um, doing that is just one of those small steps that just helps bring my podcast out to the forefront. Um, two, I have a Patreon. Um, <laughs> and there goes my hat. Um, I have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com. I know nothing about beer. Sorry, patreon.com slash I know nothing about beer. If you want to support this channel, if you Uh, are loving what what I'm doing here. If you're going like, man, I would like more content for myself, um, support the channel. We start at five bucks a month and that gets you not only episodes early, but we have a private Discord server where we discuss episodes, um, an episode just for the Patreon members that goes out just to them and continues on even after the podcast season has ended. So If that sounds like something interesting to you, please check it out, uh, patreon.com slash I Know Nothing About Beer. All right, time to get to the episode. Thank you, everybody. I so, so, so appreciate each and every one of you listening to this, and I genuinely mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you very much, cheers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. How in the world are you doing today? Ooh, I'm excited because I'm talking to Suge from Martin House Brewery here in good old Fort Worth. Suge, how in the world are you doing, boss?
1: I'm doing great, brother. Thanks for having me.
0: Man, I'm so glad you were able to come onto the podcast. Um, I I have some questions that I'm very excited to ask you about. Um, I think Martin House has this great reputation in the DFW beer craft scene. Of being this uh, kind of wild like out there with their beers and I want to talk to you about that Um, but I've got real quick a little little confession you guys used to do talent shows at the brewery didn't you do you remember this
1: let's see talent shows. do you remember this refresh refresh me a little bit so
0: I performed at like it was a talent show or like an open mic or something I did this like tappy Uh tappy guitar stuff and (laughs) I remember I got third place because um, I got beat out by a belly dancer.
1: Okay.
0: This was like at the brewery. This was like maybe three years ago or something like that. I don't, yeah, because we didn't have kids at the time. Uh, Uh Four years ago, actually. Yeah. Um, And I'll just never forget. That's my like biggest memory of Martin House. I mean, your beers are great. But like my personal connection to Martin House is losing to a belly dancer in a <laughs> at a like a talent show slash uh, what is it um like open mic it was it was a blast.
1: That's yeah. That was probably I don't know. Was that during like a Thursday night thing? A Thursday night tour?
0: I don't remember. Um,
1: yeah, when I started, we, we were only open one day a week for three hours. We were only open on Saturday, and then I was quickly um, in charge of opening us up on Thursday night as well. So that's when we kind of pulled out some of the weirder. More creative events, uh, that and goldfish racing and all this crazy stuff. So gotcha. So hell yeah, man. That's that's red.
0: Yeah, it was just I would just never forget that. I was like, oh, that was fun. <laughs> um so Chuck, do me a favor. Um I uh, I know you're part of Martin House and I, I feel like you and I have met before, but I, I'm trying to, to place yeah, it. But probably. um I would love to know what is your own personal history into craft beer? That's kind of my question to everybody to start off.
1: Um, let's see. So craft beer in general, um, probably nine, nine, 10 years ago, I just started drinking craft beer. I lived in Denton. I went to Mm -hmm. UNT at the time, or I had, yeah, I was about to graduate and craft beer was becoming a thing up there. So I just started drinking more and more. I'd go to a place called Midway Mart up there. Um, like every other day and find the newest, Mm -hmm. coolest craft beer. And then I would go to Oak street draft house, Gotcha. and drink all of those beers up there old john williams and that crew and yeah that's how i uh started getting into craft beer and i just never looked back
0: and then uh how did you get involved with uh martin house and what are you doing now for martin house
1: um let's see so martin house back in the day it was weird i i actually emailed them like um to become like a potential investor or something like that it's not like i had any money but it was right when they were starting up i was just like i had a good vibe for these dudes i thought they were really cool i liked the unique beers Mm -hmm. and then nothing happened from that but then it was probably i don't know probably a year or so later when they opened up and i actually got to go visit the brewery Mm -hmm. and i said i i well like i was feeling before i dig everything that's going on here i like the vibe i like the people i like the unique beers and from there i was just addicted man martin house was just family
0: gotcha gotcha and so what are you doing there now
1: um so from that i started volunteering Mm -hmm. and i volunteered um, for about four or five months for every saturday and also for events and then i got hired as a salesperson so i would sell beer in dallas and um san antonio austin denton all over the place gotcha and very quickly i became the marketing guy as well Mm. so over the years i've transitioned into a full-time director of marketing or just marketing guy
0: okay Okay, so are, does that mean like you're in charge of like the the Martin House like Instagram and Facebook and all of that plus like just making sure everything that Martin House does gets out there?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, to summarize, it, yeah, everything you see online or any person you mm-hmm. ever talk to on Facebook or Instagram, that's going to be me. It's going to be me making all the posts and all the content and the videos. Gotcha. But the big thing um, that everybody was probably really jazzed about is I I curate our beer calendar, so I decide what's ah. coming out. With. Gotcha. what's it called what style is it what's the art look like every aspect of that so that's what i love and i think that's what everyone else really enjoys as well i've got
0: to say your your branding is it stands out on the shelf if, if nothing else people will pay attention to your beer just by the the artwork you know
1: yeah it's it's so important man i think so many I mean, not just breweries, but I mean, so many places are overlooked that. And that's like, I mean, that's so, that's almost more important than what the beer tastes like, to be honest with you. Cause I mean, there's so much competition these days. Yeah. Yeah. You just and, like you said, you need to stand out. You need to have your own thing going.
0: And let me, let me switch to I think there's beer as how, um, how we're talking about it right now as something that we both love and enjoy. But then there's this other side of beer as product where it is askew on a sheet at a grocery store or something like that and that That is where the uh i want to say rubber hits the road with a brewery because you can have tap rooms open and that's awesome there's some places that run just totally on tap rooms but if you are also having a business model where you're trying to get into uh grocery stores like i think you guys are in kroger right
1: yeah we're um yeah we're in the most major um like all major, yeah, grocery store chains. We actually, we're, we're mostly self-distributed. Uh-huh. So, I mean, that's even, we kind of have three businesses. We have our brewery. Yep. Then we have our tap room, which is like our bar. Mm-hmm. And then we have our logistics side of the business where we have to coordinate and yeah. deliver and maintain beer at all these stores and grocery stores and retailers. So it's uh, it's pretty intense. It's a big turnkey in-house operation we got
0: going and 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 so that's what i was uh, that's what i mean like when you're in a grocery store like you have to stand out you have to make sure someone sees your bottle because you have a ginormous lit wall of blue and light white colors and Mm -hmm. all these other larger brands that are screaming for your attention that have done r&d of like what's the best blue to get people's attention you know um And so to have uh, I just think that's that is so cool because it, it it's such a challenge to make yourself stand out um, in a growing market, um, especially yeah. one that is tied to so many emotions like uh, like people's beer, because, I mean, you're <laughs> spending your money on this, like something that you're going to consume. It's going to go away. And what's the next one you want? Like it's that right. that to have that. Um, how do I put it? Um, that familiarity of, hey, oh, yeah, Martin House. And it's not that it's like each one looks the same, but each one has this uh, common theme that is really, really cool. I love it.
1: Well, yeah, it's um, – uh, yeah, nothing that, that we do um, – like I, I went to a, a school for marketing, right?
0: Oh, okay, and well, I that took, helps.
1: <laughs> yeah, and – well, I mean, well, li- listen on. So I took the branding class, right? Uh-huh. Everything we do – I would have got an F if I did anything we're doing right now in that class. I love it. I love it, man. You know, there's there's no consistency to to anything. It's just a big freestyle, whatever. Let's have fun with it, and that's kind of, I guess that's the consistent thing. It's fun. That's that's what I always want to drive home. Is we're just trying to have fun with beer. Some people take it too serious, but it's beer, man. It's it's, it's supposed to be rad. It's supposed to be fun. So, I, I think, that's one takeaway from this. That's what I want everyone to know.
0: I think that it's 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 not that you have the same like uh you know the same exact like style on each one but there's a there's a a commonality to it like you can pick out a martin house branded something even though like one can will look different from the package of another can um there's something about martin house art that it's just it stands out and i've always loved it i've always thought like oh that is such a cool design or whoever they got doing this i love how they did that
1: yeah, that is all. Our art director, his name is Donnie. Mm-hmm. He does every single illustration. Me and him uh, work together every single week, mm-hmm. and work together is is, is kind of loose because I just kind of try and think of things that I think he can get excited about drawing, mm. and that's as much guidance. I don't say draw this or put this here yeah. or use this color. I just want him to get excited about it because I know it's going to have you know the best the best product yeah that's so, yeah and, that, that's all donnie donnie's a man
0: i love it well tell donnie i said awesome good work um, <laughs> I <would. laughs> um so l- i would love to ask you a little bit about the uh the beer the beer calendar that you were talking about yeah you know your brewing calendar um what does that look like how are you arguing with the brewers and their you know fermentation times going no no no, no we gotta Hold this one a little longer. Uh, I'm sure things like that have happened or like, oh, this fermenter opened up quicker. All right, let's move on to something else. Um, Give me an idea how that works out.
1: Um, I mean, it would never be anything like that because we, I mean, like like that exact scenario, just because we plan pretty far out in advance. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Of course, problems happen yeah. every single day, just like today, just like something's going to happen tomorrow. We have to pivot. Mm-hmm. But um, no, we plan our uh, calendar. I actually have two different calendars. I have what's called our micro seasonal calendar. Yeah. So that's the stuff that gets canned and distributed across Texas once a week. Okay. So we'll do, you know, I don't know, 50 to 54 of those next year. Gotcha. And then also have our tap room calendar. Which is tap room only stuff that doesn't go anywhere. It's brewed on our smaller batch system, mm-hmm. so we'll do about one and a half of those a week. So probably for 2021, there'll probably be 120, 125 different um, beers in package. So I'm, I'm I'm pretty pumped for that. Wow!
0: And by 121, yeah, out- go ahead, go keep going.
1: I'll- Oh, yeah, we plan out, um, like I said, we plan out pretty far in advance. So as far as the micro seasonals, you know, I have a good handle on what's coming out through next summer. Mm -hmm. But as far as the taproom only stuff, I kind of know what's going on through January. So that's just two or three months out.
0: Gotcha. And by more flexibility and by 121 beers, my guess is that I don't mean 121 different individual like beers, but you've you've brewed not brewed, but like. You've made 121 batches of these various beers going out. Am I wrong?
1: Um, so so my example earlier was next year, if you got every single can that we produced mm-hmm. um out in the world and also from the tap room, you could line up 120 oh, different wow. beers with different art and different flavors. Okay,
0: then I yeah, that I was wrong. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is huge. That yeah, it, it, I'm pumped. Oh my goodness. Because... Okay. I've worked in a tap room for a spell. I've done, I have poured beer. I've, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've worked enough in beer to know uh, enough to like go like, I I can see the rim of the, to see the edge of the wall, you know? Um, and that is insane because most breweries do not do 121 beers in a year. Uh, some, most breweries don't do 121 beers in like two years. (laughs) right like that is an insane amount of of like i just think of like all the different ingredients you guys have to have on hand all the various amount of hops grains adjuncts yeast Mm -hmm. um that is a lot a lot of work yeah it's awesome i love that i love how you say that that's awesome oh man that's so good to hear oh
1: we have uh, have, i mean we have a solid team everybody knows what to do um that's i mean it's it's pretty good everybody knows exactly what to do So I'm never really worried about somebody doing this or this person over Mm -hmm. here. Like we are a a solid team. I never get worried about, can we make this beer? Is it going to taste right? Blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. I think by now, but so many years doing this, but also so many different crazy, you know, styles that we've done everybody um, from quality control to brewing to just everything in between kind of knows what's going on and how to, -hmm. how to knock it out. So it's, it's. It's. I'm not saying it's like super easy or anything. But no. 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 Absolutely not. You have a good handle on it. It's a lot of fun.
0: That and I love hearing that. I love hearing that enthusiasm because I. You know, you can talk to people about uh, how they work in their brewery, and you can talk to people about what they do. And there's. Um, uh, it seems like the longer you're in this, the the more that you can lose the fun part of it. Because exactly. of you know the skew numbers that come about and what's performing and things like that, but um, I love hearing that. I just think that's so great. Um, so you have this fun beer calendar. How do you guys? And I, I want to get into the pickle beer a little bit, but how do you guys go? Hey, here's what we want to brew here. Is it just like you know team meetings that come about? Go hey, let's. What if we did this with cranberries? Um, I know you guys have because you guys have so many different types of beers um yeah how did that come about and then i i need to talk about the pickle beer <laughs>
1: <laughs> um well yeah there's two different calendars like i said earlier there's the big calendar that, mm-hmm. of the beers that get distributed and then there's a the small calendar that's taproom only right yeah so a lot more freedom with that um with those you know we're only making i don't know probably 10 barrels which is like 80 cases mm-hmm. so for everybody listening that's a lot different compared to the the micro seasonals which is two thousand three thousand cases
0: Cases. yeah
1: so on the on the smaller end uh Mm -hmm. the taproom only stuff i mean we can do whatever we want you know there's there's no rules at all like you know when you see the buffalo wings or the Mm -hmm. sake's beer or dunk Dunk dunker brews you know whatever
2: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: that's that's no rules the um the the big calendar that gets distributed that's when you kind of got to think about all right what do our you know most loyal fans enjoy and what do people that you know might not have had a martin house beer what would they also enjoy as well Hmm. and that seems to be a lot of sours and fruited sours yeah so predominantly that's what we distribute into the wild because that's what everybody just across the board really seems to enjoy that's just a home run Hmm. so we try and bring as many sours and fruited sours as we can but then also you know throw a few other here's some barrel aged stouts or here's a uh, mm-hmm. peanut butter beer or some other stuff in between there just because everybody doesn't like sours even though most of our most of our fans do mm-hmm. but uh yeah so i'll try and trickle a few of those non-sour beers in there as well but so that's who- kind of how the the, the the calendar works out for tap room versus distributed stuff
0: okay gotcha but who decides like hey i want to make a cranberry sour
1: <laughs> What'd you say? Cranberry what?
0: Cranberry sour. We'll just say cranberry sour. Why not? You guys... Yeah,
1: that's all fun. yeah, we, actually, um, yeah we got that coming out next week, actually. That's hey. funny. <laughs> I Maybe didn't last know. week the podcast <laughs> came out. <Yeah. laughs> um. So, I mean, everybody, you know, gives their input and everything, mm-hmm. and everybody writes stuff down. But, I mean, there's not... I, I get this question a lot. People think there's some giant list somewhere in this mm. big meeting and everyone's, you know, talking about stuff and I want this and let's do this. And we have big boats or something, but that's, that's not how it is at all. Mm. Okay. It, all right. I'm walking through the grocery store. There's some Christmas tree cakes. All right. That's a beer now. You guys cool with it? Yeah. All right. Done. It's, I
0: love that. Yeah, that is so cool.
1: It, yeah. It's not, it's not complicated, it's just like I said, if, if that happened, if that was the scenario, then that wouldn't be fun. I got it. So we keep it fun, chill. Anybody can come up with an idea, but it's not something that we just sit around and worry about too much. I mean we know what, what'll we know what we can do with the beer and we know what people mm-hmm. will probably enjoy. So we just keep it fun, keep it simple.
0: Okay. So let's talk about pickle beers here. Because yeah. I have I've bought a lot of your beer. Like I love picking up six packs. I love going down to especially my my local places that I know and love and, you know, pick up, you know, uh, uh, six pack salty lady. I love that beer. So, so good. All the variations you guys do on that is really fun. Awesome. Thank Um, you. I have sent more pickle beer to California than any other beer i i have driven across country with like three six packs of pickle beer because (laughs) my sister loves pickle beer loves pickles Uh and then uh my her where they live they've got a housemate and he heard about pickle beer, and he was like, "I need a six pack." So I'm like, "All right, I'll bring you a six pack." Then the next day, <laughs> I know my cousins like, "Oh, you got pickle beer?" And so I'm like, "I'll uh-huh. throw that in." Yeah, I'll ship some to to Lubbock or something. Oh my goodness, I have bought so much. I've I've bought so much pickle beer. And thank uh, you. Yeah, no problem. No, That's welcome awesome. to do it. Um, but everybody that I've talked to about this, they're like, "How do they do? Like, why?" How? And so I think that's what I need to ask you because I think I've also gotten that from so many other people. Like, how did this come about? Like, how did pickle beer, the the, the best maids... Of course, I'm glad you guys chose Fort Worth, but how did that come about?
1: Well, we... um Let's see. So I guess probably... And this is something because I kind of just... I think I learned this myself, even though, you know, I put it on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the origin of it, we used to have something called Sour Fest at the brewery. I think mm-hmm. we had it maybe maybe three times okay um and that's where we brew a bunch of small batch sour beers so you come out on a saturday you know buy your 20 dollars ticket and Mm -hmm. there's 20 different sour beers and we just have a big party right yeah so i think it was the second year i hit up best made and we had already had a connection over there Mm -hmm. um a nice lady by the name of emily who does all their marketing and stuff okay and I said, hey, can we um, – do you all want to come out and, you know, hand out some pickles or something, you know, some of your sour pickles at our Sour Fest? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, do you want some, some pickle, brine to make a sour beer? And I said, <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. That sounds cool.
0: <laughs> that does but sound I, awesome. I love that.
1: I just discovered that the other day when I was looking at an old Facebook thread. I, I, I didn't really know the origin of it until recently. <sighs> So yeah, she said that and then we did it. And you know, it was one of the one of the hits of Sourfest that year. Mm. And then when we were working on the calendar for last year, I said, uh, let's let's do this best made thing, see if they want to can it and distribute it and and hell. Let's just see what happens, you know? Yeah. But it was nothing it we never thought what what happened would happen. Like to us it was just all right, this is one of these 50 different beers were releasing this year. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it was totally awesome because it's best made and it's a real deal collaboration, but we just didn't know what would happen or the power of it. And then Mm. once we did, it just took off. Like, like nobody's business, man it was the most unreal viral thing that we've ever experienced. So we're eternally grateful to be able to be friends and partners with Mm -hmm. best made.
0: I, I I remember seeing the pickle beer and I I'm going to be dead honest I it is not my beer. I have bought more of a beer I do not like <laughs> of your pickle exactly. beer and I and it's not that it's not a well made beer. Like that is not the thing at all. It's just like that's it's just too much pickle for me. I can't drink pickle juice. I love pickles. Can't uh-huh. drink the pickle juice, you know? Um but I cannot remember a beer in this area that has gotten that much attention, that much mm-hmm. questioning, and going like, huh. And then I was hearing these rumors like, ooh, I think they're gonna can it. Ooh, I think they're gonna do. You know, rumors spread in the <laughs> the beer beer mill, beer craft beer rumor mill around here so quickly, yeah. and uh, it's like, oh, what if they did a barrel-aged pickle beer with the pickle barrel and i just i was just laughing when i heard things like that and then i see oh uh, look uh, we're doing a barrel-aged pickle beer i'm like of course martin houses to do with that i love it there we had
1: to we had to. i mean i you could
0: you couldn't not do that <laughs> um and now it seems like that is becoming one of your standards is that am i saying that right is that going to become one of the i i, I don't want to say that you guys have like a core four beer or anything like that but um, it seems like that is now just a staple beer.
1: Yeah for sure that's one of our um core brands. We mm. had to work as quickly as possible to to get it there mm. just cuz over this past year and also you know through earlier through spring of 2021 we're we're slowly expanding mm. and just expanding expanding trying to make more and more pickle beer and more and more everything really. Good good but, good, uh, good. Yeah it's a, what's that?
0: I said good. That's I'm glad to hear that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, yes, it is a core brand. It's a year round beer. It is our best seller. And like I said, I mean, best made. There are, there are homies, there are friends. That, we love them, dude.
0: That's awesome. Okay. I, uh, uh, brewer in me is asked, is telling me, is asking me, like, okay, how much brine are you adding to a batch of pickle beer? Like, like, wh- where even do you I, add it? Is it just in like the fermenter or is it in like,
1: Uh, I don't know the exact, um, proportion to be honest with you. I feel like it's around at least 25% pickle juice. Wow. Okay. I think just straight up dumped in the fermenter. It's just, I mean, we just make a, you know, a sour base and then we add, yeah, just add the brine. I feel like it's around 25%, but again. I've never brewed a beer in my whole life. That's uh, I love that. Uh, yeah, it's oh. not really. I leave that to the to the professionals, as okay. they say.
0: Okay. I got you. I just I was just <laughs> thinking like I've got to just ask how much pickle beer how much pickle is in a pickle beer? Um, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and then let me just do this real quick because we've said this a lot. Um, sour beers are mm-hmm. a, a a a special fun type of sour beers. I say that. Most, If you can take uh, most beers, uh, the yeast is what converts the sugars and all of that uh, into alcohol and carbon dioxide. And there, there's two types of general mm-hmm. yeast. You have your ale yeast and your lager yeast. And if you think right. of yeast like dogs, you have like mm-hmm. your Labradors and your German Shepherds. And <laughs> sour beers use other things that are related to mm-hmm. yeast, but not really. yeast. So sour beers use uh, lactobacillus and other type we call them we say bugs um, bacteria so you think of it like foxes so uh, I kind of say like sour beers are like if, if ales are like like Labradors and lagers are like you know German shepherds sour beers are like foxes are they a beer yes do they look like the rest of the beers not really but you still say like oh yeah it is a beer and that's what you guys are doing you're doing some type of inoculation with the beer to take it from being just sweet and to this that that inoculation um the way that those bugs eat the sugar the way those bacteria eat the sugar causes a that really astringent. um think of sour candy taste um yeah that's what I've, I've just wanted to make sure I explained that to anybody here in like sours. What do you mean by sours? Yeah, 100%.
1: Yeah, you're on point. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Make it, I'm, like, I'm like, I think I'm saying that right. That sounds about right. That's how I told everybody. And if you say something with confidence, people believe you. So. Um... <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, we brew it. I mean, just like any other beer, you know, we'll brew our mash. Mm-hmm. Um, and get our wort, and then we put it in a souring tank, though, so it has an extra step in the process. Okay. So in that souring tank, that's where we add the lactobacillus to turn it from just a normal beer to have that, you know, sour tartness. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah, just an extra little step in the process.
0: And there's there's a whole term of like clean side. Uh, I don't want to say dirty side, but like a bug side or like clean side, sour side. Everybody has these different terms for how they say, you know, pre inoculated with this bacteria to after inoculated with this bacteria, um, because those bacteria are actually really hard to kill, and you don't want them in other beers that right, right. that you're you're not like wanting your sour pretzel stout. But if you guys do make a sour pretzel stout, there you go. Uh, you can take that we idea. We made a
1: bread pretzel stout in wine barrels one year.
0: Oh, I'd missed that one.
1: Oh. Yeah, Thunder Horse. That was, that was a long time ago.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I've had I've had one. I think you had uh plums in it. Um, I forget what it was. Uh,
1: yeah, we did. I mean, last year was plum pudding. Okay. It, is it that one? It was plum and fig lactose sour purple can.
0: I, that sounds like it was it. I and mean, we also
1: I also did quad with plums and figs too. The old quad nose. with
0: plums and figs. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah,
1: old yeah. nose. That was um yeah barrel aged quad. Mm. That one was danger that was
0: good that was good i i I think i remember pre-gaming with that before going out for drinks and then going oh wow okay
1: (laughs) Uh uh-huh one's all you need yeah Yeah.
0: that's pretty much it yeah um man um i've just uh, a couple more questions here so um i'm gonna save one for later but is there any since I've got you on this, is there any adjuncts that you're like, are your dream adjuncts and nightmare adjuncts that you're just like, I can't wait to do something with this or I'm never going to do something with this.
1: Um, I don't, I've been asked a similar question. Like, is there something that you're so scared of using or something like that? Mm -hmm. But I think by this point, there's nothing that is off limits. Okay. There's, I mean, I mean, right now, like we walk in the room the other day. All right, let's, uh, let's make a beer for Thanksgiving, Christmas. All right. Let's make a cheese popcorn beer. Everyone says, starts laughing and says, yeah, all right, done. I know exactly <laughs> what to do. So it's, <laughs> there's, I mean, you know, we use squid ink and yeah. menthol. And I mean, it's just, yeah, there's on, like onion, you can walk in the office right now and you'll find onion powder in there as an ingredient. Onion there's border. nothing All right. is off limits right now. So I, I mean, we've used so much stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: but Yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about. It. There's nothing there's not like a dream one or anything that mm. I don't think the team can handle. Um I don't know for whatever reason I was thinking about durian the other day. You know you know that one? I do know
0: about durian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, the stinkiest fruit in the world.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I thought that was sure. hilarious putting the beer just, but we just did that beat beer last week that was that was so good the what beer so, um it was called beers beats battle star galactica like a, yes. it was a uh, okay lactose sour with beets and some holiday spices and that is so good been wanting to do beat one forever huh. but no you. man this is the team man our brewers they are they just they know it like i said by now we've made so much crazy stuff mm-hmm. and um yeah they go all out man so it's uh yeah it's a it's a team effort dude and i feel very strongly about every single beer that that we make
0: i love that i love hearing that um are there any collabs that you're like man i am like that are kind of like on the the top of your wish list because you guys have done a collab with uh, lone star to make that triple ipa correct
1: let's see hold on to make what
0: you guys made a triple ipa with lone star am i wrong
1: let's see um not officially so oh okay um uh, as far as a, no no yeah oh let's see lately um collabs we um so turning points mm-hmm. we did um we have three collabs. of turning point point. one came out already and two more are coming out this year oh cool uh, yeah then celestial we got our collab coming out over there at thanksgiving it's like a um a side dish stuffing beer which would be hilarious and they're going to come make a hazy boy with us next year very good so yeah as far as collabs with other breweries we've started um started doing that more this year and i'd love to expand Mm -hmm. but like a a dream collab i uh i don't know really there is there is one that's that i hope really really makes it and it's uh it's gonna sound crazy but it's the taco casa hot sauce beer
0: do it
1: so Uh, i don't know
0: do it (laughs) I, I I expect nothing less of you. Do it. <laughs> I, I want to see it red and thick and just like, yeah. Do it. Well,
1: yeah. Have you seen any of that on like our Instagram or anything?
0: I have not. Um, I okay. I haven't, but I would love. I just I just see the branding in my head and going, yes, please. My my wife loves Taco Casa, and I will pick up beer for that. And I, yeah, I'll have to give it a try. Shot.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're um they're awesome. So, so yeah, I've, I've talked to them quite a few times by now and we mm-hmm. actually do have some sauce and some spices and it's a uh, little test batches on our calendar. So, <laughs> as long as you know it it tastes good and you know passes the test with them, mm-hmm. that's something that I think is just Kind of crazy that I can't believe it's going to be real life, but it makes me so happy because it's so fun and insane. And I I know people are going to dig it.
0: I so dig that. Um, What do you wish your beer drinkers knew about your beers? Because I think that there's, um, when a brewery is is really small, I'm going to say like at the just beginning point, access Mm -hmm. to the team, to the brewers, to, you know um you know the person running the the cashier is the same person sweeping is the same person shoveling malt yeah, is the same person. 100%. you know as a brewery gets bigger um and this isn't because i think that breweries are like no i don't want to see fans but people just get into different roles where you're not in front of you know the the same people making the beer may not be in front of the crowd serving the beer as much right. you know um is there anything that you wish that the beer drinkers in DFW or even just anywhere just knew about like, uh, knew about your beers that they, that either they don't or that you're like, man, I wish I could tell people something about the beer like this.
1: Well, I mean, you know, we get messages from everywhere, all across mm. Texas and all across the United States. And I mean, hell, even, you know, Canada, Australia, and everywhere in between, mm. with some of these beers. Um, so, but I mean, I guess, I don't know what I want. I would want them to, to know that they don't know. I, I guess I want them to know that they can, you know, contact me on Facebook or Instagram and I'll try and help them with whatever question they have, you know, oh, awesome. that's, what, that's what I really love is being able to interact with the fans. Cause like I said, it's, it's, it's cool that I'm on Instagram. So if you message, you know, Shug's going to hit you back. Gotcha. So gotcha. that's gotcha. what I was doing all morning until it was mostly just telling people where to find beers mm-hmm. in their area or asking them if they like that beer or you know just all this other stuff awesome so yeah if they do have any questions i mean they can come direct to the source and i'll try and you know help them out as as best as i can but yeah talking to people online and then it's really cool when like we have the events at the brewery mm-hmm. when they come out and I, I like know their instagram name i'm like yo you're that dude <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is so fun makes my day.
0: and and so. I, i'll just i'll just let you know as someone that has I've only had one time where I've had someone go like, "Are you all the brewer?" And I was like, "Yeah," and <laughs> and I I was like, "They're like, oh, cool, man." I'm like, "Yeah, thanks, man." I'm just trying to play cool inside. I'm like, "Oh my goodness, I got recognized. That's insane." Um, I I yeah. love that. I love that absolutely. Um, I want to be respectful of your time. I know you got. You know, tons of tons of things to do Hey, I'm,
1: I'm good Al you got more questions we're good
0: man Um, I just really just got just a, a last couple Is there anything you know we've had such An insane year and we're not out of it Yet um, with the COVID yeah. and all that You guys have had to change uh, As with every other brewery how You do your business because um, You guys aren't doing any more Like um, of, uh, you know I checked out the website this morning it doesn't seem like you guys Are doing any more like tap house events or things Like that right now right right Um, and so, um, I want to ask just how are you guys doing, um, through all of this? And then, um, if there's anything you'd want to say to the DFW craft beer community, I mean, really, um, yeah, we'll start there.
1: Um, yeah. So, I mean, COVID is kind of the reason that we, I mean, we, we didn't touch on this earlier, but we had to shut our tap room down. So we were Mm -hmm. open seven days a week. And every single week we had, you know, one to two new beers on draft.
2: Hmm.
1: So then when we had to shut down, you know, we still had that, that small system. So that's when we started can some of those crazy beers. Gotcha. So that's where it ta- Taki's beer and Buffalo wings and yeah. all this stuff. So that really gave us some freedom to um, open up and just um, explore and have, have a lot of fun with it.
2: Hmm.
1: So that's what, so that was, yeah, COVID was kind of a catalyst to us kind of exploring all the things that we just used to joke about, but now we could actually make it a reality. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's what that allowed for us. So we don't have, I wish we could have the big 2000 people rager Halloween events and all Mm -hmm. that cool stuff in the backyard, like we used to, but it's just trying to be safe and respectful of everybody and trying to navigate that right now. Yeah. So in the meantime, what we've been doing is if we have a special beer launch, mm-hmm. we'll have what's called what I've kind of coined as a, a line party. So you come <laughs> out, you wait in line, I love
2: And this. while you're
1: waiting, um, I go around and our team goes around and we give you free beer or free water. Okay. Uh, and in some instances, like what was one? Um, like the bloody Mary pickle or mm-hmm. even the deep fried Oreo or something else. Then we'll have a food truck out there while you're waiting in line that's and awesome. maybe we'll have our friend old G on stage playing guitar and DJing. Hmm. So it's almost like a night at the Roxbury outside inside party thing.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. So I love that. Uh, I, I love yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just our way of saying it. we wish we could do what we used to do and have a thousand of us out here mm-hmm. just raging and enjoying the beautiful backyard. But we can't right now, but we want to show y'all, come out here, wait in line for this special release, and we'll make sure you get some free beers and have some fun and kind of a little glimpse into what it used to be. So that's that's what's going on right now.
0: Um, And let me just interject. You guys have one of the best views for a brewery um, that I think I've been to because you have this giant open, I almost wanted to say backyard. That's what it kind of feels like. And then you have the Fort Worth skyline that is just looking over you. And I've loved, loved, loved that, that backyard.
1: Um mm-hmm. I
0: just think it's such a cool spot. Um I personally sometimes don't feel cool enough to be there because I am an old dude with dad I'm a dad with kids. And I'm like no there way, are so the many cool people here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's such a great spot. I really really do enjoy this place. Um your place. Um as as beer, but also the location and just what you guys have going on. There. Um, you guys had such a great events program, and I love what you're talking about party, line party, and um, making a feeling, bringing that commu- feel of community back where I know a lot of people are missing that right now.
1: Yeah, and and yeah, like you said earlier, you know, I mean, no, we're a very family-friendly man. When we do open up, yeah, we love having the kids and the crew and throwing the football and hitting the soccer ball and all that stuff out there.
0: Oh no, no, and I'm not saying that it's not family-friendly. No, it absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. is family-friendly. It is just <laughs> you guys have this cool crowd there that I look at. And I'm like, I'm not this cool, um, but it, gets, it, it it is so, very eclectic. It is very eclectic, and I love it, and I love it, and I I just I yeah, no, it's it's a great place. Um,
1: yeah. We, we want to open up, man. It's just, I, we just want to be safe and respectful mm-hmm. of everything. So when it's ready, we're gonna come back in full force. But um, right now, we're just taking it day by day and seeing what happens, like like everybody else, you know.
0: Yeah. No. And I and I totally appreciate that. And I love that you guys are opting on the side of 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 uh, we'll say caution, a lack of a better word of yeah. um because the way that you guys could open up that place i think that people would understand but i think it would also bring the sense of like you you would have to you might feel just this kind of like ooh, can i be this close and it's i i'm just appreciate i'm appreciative of what you guys how you guys are doing that
1: um right on really appreciate that yeah we um just just everyone know we we miss it just as much as y'all do yeah so.
0: yeah um I, I, I want to wrap up here. You, Shug, it's been so good to talk to you. I really appreciate this. I uh, really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Um, I I always give the last couple of minutes of the the podcast to the guests. Is there anything that you want to promote? Is there anything that you would like to to say to the DFW craft beer area? Um, I just like to say the mic is yours.
1: Oh, awesome, um, man! I don't know. It's just um, I don't know. I mean, it's just been a crazy, weird, wild year. Mm -hmm. for everybody so i mean we we all know that um i guess the biggest thing that that i just want to say is thanks to our fans because we really do have we have martin house fans i don't i don't like to call them customers or anything they're they're like our friends you know Mm -hmm. and they're and they're growing and growing so yeah i mean it's just it's with when our fans go out and buy these crazy beers and keep stockpiling their fridge over and over again Mm -hmm. i mean they can't even drink all these beers (laughs) yeah they're getting so many but it's that that loyalty and then just being you know part of our family that's that's awesome so i just want to say thanks to all of our you know martin house fans really that's awesome um, other than that it's just support your breweries man yeah. i mean it's been said over and over again but yeah support your local breweries so that's that's what that's just so so important so i think right now as long as uh, as long as you can do that um i think we'll come out uh, on top together so yeah that's it
0: yeah, and that is something I have been I have been pushing since last year. Um, mm-hmm. I, I did this little series on hope. It's it's part of the beginning of season three where I talked to a lot of um, you know just uh, people in the DFW craft scene, brewers, um, you know just anybody that was. I asked them about where they were finding their hope, and so many of them talked about the craft beer community in the DFW area was giving them a sense of hope because of how yeah. much the craft beer community was supporting its own community. Um, I, you know, I still say this, um, support local. If you like a a beer from a brewery, go to the brewery to buy that beer or go to the smaller shop that is selling that beer because they're the ones that are really giving that brewery and that little community of beer drinkers a a shot. Uh, I think Kroger's gonna be around for a while longer. I'm not too worried about Kroger, not to say that it's not a good place, Um, they don't have, you know, their beer, you know, your guys, beer is there, but to be able to go to a brewery and directly support them is, is so, um, it's uplifting for the brewers and the, the brewing staff as well to see a line of people going, Hey, I'm here on a Saturday wanting your beer.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's just fun seeing everybody's faces. Yeah. Yeah. Sharing a beer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, Shug, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you. Really appreciate you taking this time. Um and uh yeah, thanks a lot, man. All
1: right. Al no, thank you for having me. This has been awesome. This is the longest this is my first podcast. What? So a first podcast?
0: Again. Are you kidding me? I can't believe that. That's awesome.
1: Wow. So thank you for having me, bro.
0: Yeah, no problem. All right, man. Well, you have yourself a good day, boss. Thanks.
1: All right. Later. All
0: right.